Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here with Big Cass. Big Cass, gotta start off, you know, the Big Ten is officially eliminated from the NCAA tournament. Um, they made it to the Sweet 16, lost to Kansas State. Insane. I mean, just, just, I'm so mad that the Big Ten, you know, didn't, didn't really do much in this tournament, it felt like. When do they ever? Like, it, it, it just, something's got to give. I think maybe a reconstruction of the Big Ten tournament, maybe. Like, let's say they're beating each other up in the, in the regular season. They have by far the biggest tournament in the uh, country. Because I believe... I mean, do you think it has something to do with that they play the latest on Sunday, too? They're always the last game finishing up on Selection Sunday. And, and they're always fatigued. If you look at it, they're always fatigued. Like, I think... I, I Correct me if I'm wrong. The SEC... Theirs is pretty short, and I think it's because they don't take bottom tier teams. Like I think you have to reach a certain seed. I think. Interesting. I, I might be wrong. I, I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure. No, isn't it? I think it's a rule. Every conference like has to have every team in the tournament, the conference tournament, right? Isn't that like a? I thought that was just a, always like a thing. Yeah, I, or just I know there's like not enough time in the time of the day oh. or whatever. No, like, no, you are right, actually, because the Ivy League, they only do four teams in the tournament and theirs. So you are on something. No, I, I don't know what it is. I just, if the Big Ten is a physical brand of sport. Like, you just like football, you know, they beat each other up. It's a physical, by the most physical conference. It's just, it always seems to me, too, if you look at the, it's, Big Ten doesn't really get a fair share when it comes either. I mean, Purdue had a good fair share. It's just... I mean... <laughs> actually, no, Purdue. Purdue did not. I mean, Purdue did not. Like, Let's put it this way. Purdue did what Purdue does in the tournament, and that's lose to, to double-digit seeds. That was, that was the loudest thunder outside my house ever. Hold on one second, Cass. Those thunder. Oh my god. Better grab your thunder, buddy. Oh my god. Better no, grab your thunder. Sorry. Thunder, it's it sounded like Zach Eady hitting the whiteboard out there. Um but no, that's the real question, Cass. Who hit the whiteboard in the Purdue locker room? Um I don't, I don't think it was Zach Eady. I think it was um uh what's his name? Smith, the the um the point guard, he, I feel like he had such a bad game. It had to have been every time I was watching it, he would, he was turning the ball over or something. It, it, it was, it I'm was crazy. With, I'm going with a grad assistant that had nothing to do with the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in other news. So yeah, like big 10 eliminated, um, in other news, before we get into our trios, because this episode we're talking about the trios, big 10 trios spring, and a little bit of pro spring day. Football, spring football. While we're still on basketball, former Ohio State 
you know, guard now with Arizona State has now entering saying he's entering the transfer portal. Luther Muhammad, Cass, <laughs> bring back Luther. Come on. <laughs> Why not? Forgive all the arguing. Forgive everything. Just let my man play. It's because I don't want to see him making out with a, another chick at Roosters and on on, on Dandy after a loss. I mean, did I ever tell you that story? I don't want to know it. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to know maybe, it. Maybe off air. Maybe off air. I don't want to know it. Air. But bring my guy back. Like you put him at a wing. You put him at the wing. We're shutting people down, and we just develop like Roddy just focuses on the offensive game. Luther, you know, takes on the best like guard on the other team. Like you can get you can get something going there. I'm telling you. How bad do you have to be if you go to a low tier, bit packed well school, and have to transfer? He Cass, in his defense, he was playing well. He scored 12 points in the first round of the NCAA tournament, and he scored uh, seven. In the second game, I'll give him he that. was he was playing well. He 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 he's has some basketball in him. Yeah, I'd say that. <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> it's been a long week. Uh, yeah, but yeah, there. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes. I would say probably like FDU or something like that. I mean, Luther and, to FDU, St. <laughs> <Saint> John's. <laughs> The, the only thing that bugged me about a St. John's Rick Pitino needs a star. <laughs> the only thing that bugged me about FDU was their coach. Like their coach, feel like snorted to cocaine before before the game. <laughs> I've never heard somebody talk so fast in my life. It's like, dude, chill. Slow down. But I see what you mean. Yeah, Curtis Painter, Purdue. Anyway, Curtis Painter, do you was who you thought they were? Actually, let's still reword that because the coach called out and said we're going to beat Purdue, and do you found out Purdue is who they thought they were? Frauds. No I mean, play. it just makes me feel good about Ohio State basketball this weekend because it's like all the all none of the Big Ten teams did good, honestly. So it's, at this point, I'm like, this is a this is a good season. Uh, Even Michigan gave up a nine point lead. I think Ohio State did the smart thing because the Big Ten was beating itself up. You should. Uh, Beating itself up so much this year, Cass, that like Ohio State saw it probably coming. They're like, all right, we're just going to end the year early, rest up, and then attack next year. I think that's the plan. How, how do I get Buckeye fans mad now than at me at the end of the season when I don't get to the Sweet 16 again? <laughs> I might as well not even go. Yeah, no, I think like that it's like that meme, like. You can't get not you cannot not get to the sweet sixteen if you don't make the big dance. <laughs> Literally. Hey, we're um, in the sweet sixteen. We're in the sweet sixteen of Mr. Ohio March Madness bracket. That all we are with a rematch. With a rematch. We have to win this time. We can't we were nice too. We didn't try it hard, I don't think. We were like 
we held back. We're like, we need to get all the votes, all the votes this time. I'm, we're campaigning hard this time. I, I feel like if you look at the if you look at all the results, I feel like we have won with the less votes. We're we're like right now we are the Wisconsin Packers, the Ohio State March Madness bracket. We are winning, but we are not scoring that. We're playing good defense. We're playing good defense. We're, we're, but we're also we're giving we're giving up very few votes. Anyone that's voting is voting for us, and we're always maintaining a good percentage. I feel like in our first two, exactly. like we've been, we're looking for the Sweet Sixteen is going to be a big matchup, though. It's going to be tough. Please vote for us. Um, it means a lot. It's like we said, like it would be a real big accomplishment if we could at least make a Final Four. Um, I think that's the goal here. Hey, you know who can be on board with this? We'll just tag him on, on Twitter. Jamie Sumner. He knows a yeah. bunch of Buckeye, yeah. Buckeye players. Go in. Big game boomer. Help help me. Don't help Cass because he hates your list. Help me. I love your list. He had a con- – right, I'll, give, I'll give my guy this. He did have a controversial one today, and I was like, huh? And he was like – I think it was uh, – Oh, I'm pulling it up because I, I was I was very confused by it and I had some questions. Um, I know this is I should have came prepared here, but I'm pulling it up because I actually hey. had some questions, Kaz. Big Game Boomer wasn't on the menu docket today, so I I give you that. Oh no, this is the, all right. It was the top fifty women's college basketball coaches of all time list. So yes, George. Foster at eleven. He, he he had Dawn Staley only at six. Like, I like. Why why so, is she not higher than Vivian Stringer? Like Vivian Stringer didn't win any championships. <laughs> good good summit, coach. Summit one or two. Yeah, I have chance. Like, and Gino is only two. I feel like Gino should be one. Oh well, I I get what. Yeah, I guess Pat or Gino. Yeah. It, it, I mean, you could go either way with that one. I don't know. Kim, Kim, Mulkey, Kim Mulkey's good. Muffet McGraw, good. I feel like Dawn Staley should be a little higher. I don't know. Mc, hey, if, if Coach McDuff knocks off UConn Saturday at 4 o'clock, he's got to make the list. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the women's basketball team, you cannot go in these scoring droughts like you have been in the past couple games. You're if not, you're going to get boat raced back to Columbus from Seattle. I it was such an incredible game when they you know they yeah. took down North Carolina. So and this team has it. Like they they're fun. They play they, hard. They, they have it. They have all the tools to make make it in the final. Their problem is, and just like in their the way they finished the six out of the seven, the way they finished the end of the year was the scoring drops. You you can't against great teams. You can't. Which, by the way, I have Iowa playing LSU in the national championship for that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Spring balls here, though. It is. Uh, do you want to hop into the trios now, or do you want to spring ball let's, and pro day and end with trios? Let's do trios, and then we'll end with pro day, and then go right into. All right. We'll do trios. Well, let's talk spring 
trios, and an intro day. All right, let's do it. Pro day. Wait, Mickey Marotti signed another three-year extension. That great, good to hear. You love to see it. Saw some pictures. The tug of Jalen Ballard with the tug of war. But all signs are pointing to Kyle Ford. He is taking all first team reps. It's the worst That's best kept. It's the worst best kept secret right now that Kyle Ford will be the starting quarterback in 2023. There is a spring game. Um, spring game coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, be in Vegas for this. I, you know, should be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But <laughs> hear me out, Dan. I I'm feel, listening. Feel that I've been saying it, and I love Julian Fleming. I feel like his name is going to be the one that enters the portal after this spring. So what we've been hearing about Jaden, and you saw it, and you saw it. Pro days, the dude in stride took a sixty-yard from CJ Stroud in stride in shorts. See in shorts, but could we see? He's so Marv, fast. <laughs> could we see Marv and Jaden Fowler on the outside, and they move and shift? Echo Buka in the slot use Xavier Johnson as the X factor. We've also been hearing that Kate Stover is using that Mitch Rossi rule, so we'll see Stover. Stover and Joe This offense can be so loaded. It really is. It's going to be scary, man. Um, I, I, I think whatever that I, I like the idea with Jaden Ballard. I just hope they use him correctly. I hope you know. He, I think he could also be a good guy in the slot if he's running like the deep shots in the slot. Like he is kind. Of, he reminds me a lot of Devin Smith now. Honestly, he's beginning to remind me of that type of player. Number, number nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, he he kind of reminds me, like, it, in 2018, we could act if Ryan Day would go back to and go back to these simple – wow, that was a route. Connecticut 188-65. Wow. If, if you would go back to the 2018 Michigan, Michigan game, this offense, besides the monster – great quarterback in Dwayne Haskins, this offense kind of could remind you that you have you had you have Jaden who is that could be that Chris Alonso who's going to take the top and then you have Xavier Johnson, who's the X Factor, who is Paris Campbell. And then you have Ryan Williams, Travion Henderson, and Dallin Hayden, who, did you see his picture? Yeah, oh, he's yoked. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins might this offense, depending on how more could be their version of the, in the or even the 2019 offense. Like, if you think about it, I think Jaden Ballard could use that crystal up where he's going to line up the slot or he can line up on the outside. I think the way his, the spring has been, he may be that third guy, So, which begs the question, does Fleming keep rotating like the Austin Mack and Chris Olave? It could work. It could work. Yeah. I mean, 
Or does he say, you know what? Fowler's going to be the guy. These freshmen look good coming in. They might end up. It just depends how many sophomores they hit the ball. The Caleb Burton, the those guys. It, it's, Someone, it's it's a good problem to have. It is. It is. I don't need to see Flamengo because by far, if you look at our receivers, he's by far the best blocker downfield. You need that too. Like that's that's critical. So, I mean, I think it's they're going to find a way to play Fleming. Ballard, Marvin, and um, Xavier Johnson, and Ibuka. I mean, that's got to be your five right there minimum. And then all the young guys, they just got to they got to fight for it. And if they can't, if they can't fight for it, then like if you can't crack top hello, five, Kurt, hello, Ennis, hello, Noah Rogers. Like, I uh, no one's saying you got to be number one, but if you can't crack the top, you know, five or six, then that's on you, in my You're opinion. Talking- and you're talking about G. Scott Jr., J., uh, Joe Royer, and and Stover. As much as we'd love to see C.J. Stroud sling it, we might might have a better passing game next year. Yeah, I mean it. It, it, it all depends. But like you know, I still think we beat Michigan. We win the national championship. It all depends on our defense. And somebody put a stat, and I forget who it was, said Ohio State's defense, total defense was in 2021 was 58th in the country. Jim Knowles had them 14th in the country last year. So there's a, there's a, obviously there's a huge jump. Can we see that jump again on defense? And you're talking Sonny Styles. You're talking about the, the they said the kid from this, he looks like a man child there. You're just so many guys. This, this defense, the rotation, but again, in the trenches. We didn't talk about the offensive line on the offensive side. Of That's the I think on this football team, outside of the DBs, the offense. It's the DBs and offensive line who are the biggest question marks. Yeah, and we we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time to think about it. I think we got the right coaches. Not worried about recruiting right now because I'm just excited for the spring game in a few weeks. Yeah. It's always that's always a great time of year, and it's coming, Cass. It is, it is, and the spring game is fun, and uh, hope we all enjoy it. So, you know, Michigan landed another recruit, Ohio, but again, people are freaking out. Ohio State didn't offer the guy, so we think right now, and that's the issue right now. Michigan's beating us. And some recruiting because they have two back-to-back wins. I'm not concerned. I'll be concerned if we lose it for the third time. I'm still getting that. The red flags are definitely rising. But we find a way to get, we haven't really cracked. Great. Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard. One cast. You got to go. Uh, I need you to talk about your list you sent me about the Ohio State Michigan quarterback list. Yeah. And then. And then also, Sam Hubbard had more yards on the fumble return this year than Michigan running backs had in all of this year. So I just want to—I just want to point that out. But Cash, you had an awesome stat to also add to this. I, mean, I know, I know the stat. Like you know the stat I'm talking about here because you sent yep. it to me, and it was a very great list. So if you if you have it in front of you, share it. Yeah. 
Well, actually, there's two guys that I was surprised that were big-time Ohio State players that, you know, didn't make this list that I was surprised when I did the research that they didn't. So, Michigan fans do not want to hear this. And, Dan, I, I can't wait for you to tweet this out tomorrow because I've been waiting to forwarding this back because I wanted to talk about the show before we tweeted it out. Uh, Michigan fans don't want to hear this. Hear me out. Through all career accolades stats, the way their careers started and ended in the NFL, Ohio State has, in the last 40 years, when the forward pass met than it did the previous 40 years, has produced more starting backs than the University of Michigan. Before Michigan fans, before you jump my ship, we have the GOAT. We have Tom Brady. Yes, he is the GOAT. <laughs> He's successful as well. You look at all start in the NFL. Ohio State has eleven quarterbacks. Michigan has seven. Michigan. Your argument's just quantity, though. I love it, though. It's great. It's great. It's the only argument you can counter Tom Brady with. So I love it. Keep going. Michigan had Jim Hart, Elvis Gerback, Todd Collins, Brian Creasy, Tom Brady, John Navarre, Chad Hitty. Jim Hart, Tom Brady, obviously the two guys that really jump out that had really, really great successful seasons. Elvis Gerback. Careers. Elvis Gerback was pretty decent. Chad Henney was his life as a backup. Brian Greasy, before come, becoming a good analyst on TV, um, you know, career backup started a couple years after Elway left and was garbage. He was like early 2000s Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Here are the names for Ohio State Art Schleister, again. Sorry, he's in jail for gambling and other stuff. Mike Tomczak. Yeah, Mike, Tom, <laughs> Mike Tomczak is the most successful Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> he spent 15 years as a career backup for the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Kent Graham. Here's a guy who was drafted as a quarterback. He was a quarterback slash punter at Ohio State. Drafted as a quarterback, played one year with the Arizona Phoenix Cardinals. Phoenix Cardinals. And then decided, I want to punt for the rest of my career. Had a successful year. His name is Tom Tumpa. Tupa. Bobby Hoyne. Craig Krenzel. Troy Smith. Terrell Pryor. Dwayne Haskins. Justin Fields. That's actually a pretty good list, though. Like, it's that list is getting a lot better. And it's like... Uh, Justin Fields, obviously. Troy Smith, I thought he was a couple years too early. He was like six years too early. If Troy Smith didn't get sick, we would probably never heard of Colin Kaepernick. He was with the 49ers, and he was projected to be their starting quarterback. He was starting to get it going. Terrell Pryor actually had, I thought, decent career at quarterback and decided to switch. I thought Dwayne Haskins before he passed away before he passed away fell right into the hands of Mike Tomlin who was starting to get him right and develop 
you would have probably never seen Kenny Pickett get drafted by the Steelers. Speaking of Mike Tomlin, did you see he had dinner with our linemen, which I loved? He Chris took Johnson, Dewan Jones, Luke Weipler, took them all out to dinner. Jeff Ruby Steakhouse, like I, I one of them is definitely going to be a Stealer for sure. I mean, I, I would probably I don't think it's not going to be Paris. He's not going to drop. It's going to be. Though. I can see Weipler has Stealer written all over oh, him for sure. And I Dewan, if they could that. get Dewan too, like that would yeah. be yeah. That's I mean. I hope they but, get drafted there because, like, they'll they'll make yeah. money. But it's but if you look at, you know, what, I might throw Jake Rudock on here, just because Jake Rudock might have started one with the Lions. But if you look at the list, okay, Jake Rudock's on there. Sorry. Joe Burrow. <laughs> if you look at the list, Ohio State's trending up, Michigan's trending down with quarterback. Now JJ McCarthy may change that. But hear me out. Michigan fans throw, like I said, throw their careers out the window. Doesn't matter. I think think we should count Braxton Miller as .5 because he's played in the NFL. Like for for a couple years with Texans, he scored touchdowns. He was a quarterback for us, and like he would have been an NFL quarterback. Definitely would have started if he didn't tear out his shoulder. So, but – I think that should be point five. And I, is Joe Burrow counted on that list or no? No. Add one point five to that list. <laughs> I CJ Stroud is definitely going to be, you know. Yeah. Shocked to see Joe Germain. This is the interesting story, and I talked to Jamie Sumner about this. And. Cardinal Jones, I thought for sure he started a game. He didn't. He, he did not. He played in a game, but he did not. Joe Germain was the interesting one. His rookie season, do you know who do you know who he backed up his rookie season? And this it was this guy's kind of rookie season. Ryan Leaf? No. Oh, no. Kurt Warner. Oh shit. They drafted Joe Germain. In night in 1999's draft, and they picked up Kurt Warner. So Kurt Warner was packing groceries and outbeat Joe Germain. That's that's the interesting stat right there. I Joe Germain threw nine passes in his career the Ram. He was cut in 2000. He's a high school football coach back in the I feel like Ohio. So Ohio State, they haven't. Just by like the sheer grace of just unluckiness at times, because I, I, like Joe Burrow should count for us, but if like he's a great quarterback, we developed. I don't I, care. Uh, you, <laughs> Justin Fields is gonna be. You can clearly tell, and it's just like everyone else. Like they, you just switch positions, or they were just. Hear me out. Behind to now, I'm going to tell you the teams that drafted these quarterbacks. Line was drafted by the Eagles I, two years before Donald McDonald. Okay. Craig Crenzel was drafted by the Chicago Bears, who historically had the best quarterbacks. Except Justin Fields. Except Justin Fields. Troy Smith was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. And the only reason why he was drafted because the NFL thought he was too short. 
Terrell Pryor, we know the history about Terrell Pryor. He was drafted because of the in the uh, supplemental draft by the Raiders. Dwayne Haskins, historic drafted by a historically bad franchise. The uh, Washington Redskins. Justin Fields, historically bad franchise, Chicago Bears, but he's starting to bring them up. We'll even go even farther. Art Schleser was drafted by the Colts in the 80s. You know how many times the Colts drafted? Uh, they had Jim Harbaugh. If you look up, <laughs> you look up, up Kuyper's rant. That if you look every year, you hear it drafted. Oh, about the linebacker <laughs> or whatever. Who the hell is Mel Kuyper? Yeah, yeah, with Mel the GM. Kuyper. Yeah, because he's like, you can't pass up on a guy like Trent Dilfer when you have Jim Harbaugh. The Colts, for the longest time, were drafting like the Bengals in the 90s were, like with quarterback. So Arne Schleser was drafted by a bad franchise. Okay, here we go. Michigan's guys. Jim Harbaugh drafted by the Bears. Okay. Thomas Gerback, Todd Cobb. Ryan Greasy was drafted after John Elway. So, yeah. <laughs> and I can't say they're a bad franchise. So, they're a very good franchise. Actually, one of the best. Exactly. Good franchise. Great Tom franchise. Brady. Tom Brady drafted a great franchise. John DeVar was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, and he, had, he didn't stand a chance, anyways. Chad Henney. He was drafted by the Jaguars, but look who he played. Look how no the Dolphins. The Chief. Dolphins, the Dolphin. yeah, Dolphins. Round four, which was a decent. But the Dolphins aren't—they're not the, bad. They were, they're not they were, good. They they're were, not bad. But look how long he played for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Buckeye quarterbacks, just because they're better than outside of Tom Brady and Tom Brady. Buckeye quarterbacks were drafted. Franchises. Tom Tupa was drafted by the Phoenix Cardinals. Franchise. Grant is over. That was a good research. All, was these so are all hard. great, great points, Cass. We got to get into the trios. Yes, the trios. All right. I'm going to start Thanks with the the, my honorable mention, Cass. I tweet the list before. I have Maryland as, like, I guess set, I'm doing my top five, two honorable mentions. So, like, my my first honorable mention, it would be seven on my list. Maryland, two, like, obviously, you know, baby Tua, great quarterback. They don't really got much, though, outside of him, it feels like. It feels like all their talent left. So, it, maybe the young guys develop. But, like, based on Tua alone, like, baby Tua, I'm putting them at seven. Um. But other night, no supporting cast, it feels like. I have uh, Wisconsin at seven. They got the SMU quarterback and Braylon Allen still still up in the air who the receivers and tight ends are going to be. So it's going to be interesting to see what Luke Fickle does with SMU and, you know, with the SMU quarterback, Tanner. I can't, I'm not even going to try to say his name, last name again. It's too late in the night. And then Braylon Allen did all Big Ten running back that just struggled last year. That's my number seven on mention i got i mean I, I for the same logic i have wisconsin at six on my list Cass. i agree with you there um i, I just i i just i just thought maryland is going to be they just don't have the talent <laughs> outside of two uh 
My number six, I have Nebraska, Jeff Sims, Casey Thompson, either okay. or a quarterback. Matt Rule's a heck of a coach, and they've got some decent guys out there. They just need to be coached well. They just need to be coached pretty well. I mean, I think I think they got some dogs, but I, at five for me, Cass, I got um, Michigan State. Keon Coleman's a stud. Um, Peyton Thorne, I wouldn't say he's proven, but he, you know what you're going to get with him. And then Jalen Berger, their other back. Like th- I'm just looking at three consistent guys, guys who are experienced, consistency, I feel like. Um, I would probably put Michigan State five there. I, Kenny Caleb Johnson's a pretty decent running back. And Aaron Cole, the tight end. I mean, I was known for some, and you can't forget it about Luke, uh, Luke uh, oh my gosh, I should know this. The tight end, his name is the. Uh, Eric Hall? His tight end. Is the Cumberlands from Ohio State? Hmm. What team is this? Luke, Luke Lachey. Oh, Luke Lachey. Lachey. Yeah, Luke Lachey. They run two tight ends. Cade McMahon is great. I think he's a pretty decent passer. That he's going to have Eric Hall and uh, Lachey to throw the ball to. Do I think they're going to be? The best offense, no. But they're going to be a lot better than they were last year, which is not hard. I just think that's solid for Iowa. It's pretty solid for Iowa. And we're talking – and the reason why I have them number five is because we've seen Eric all and Kay McNamara. We haven't seen – we haven't seen Nebraska and Wisconsin can put together. You, you, hear what, you know what I mean? You know what I agree. I, 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 so at number four, Cass – I, I got a surprising one. I have Nebraska on mine. I think um, – I mean, Matt Rule, he's he's probably a QB whisperer college-wise, I would say. Not NFL-wise, just college. You get, like, he's going he's gonna to do very well in college with quarterbacks, no doubt in my mind. I think Casey Thompson's the guy. So I, it could be the other guy, like he said. I have faith in Casey Thompson. I think he's going to be, you know, a really good quarterback this year. He showed flashes. Um, and then Anthony Grant, over a thousand total yards last year, nine hundred fifteen on the ground, six touchdowns. He returns. He's a good, powerful running back. Can do a little bit of everything. Um, and then the, the biggest thing for Nebraska is the slight uncertainty at quarterback. And then I would also say they lost Trey Palmer, thousand yard receiver last year. They got Marcus Washington. He had um, you know almost five hundred yards last year. He's their returning number one. I just feel like they, if Matt Rule can just come in and clean some things up, he has a lot to work with there talent-wise. Um, just He has to clean it up. Keep in mind, folks, this is our spring. We may change this in July. Absolutely. Like, like July things, things can change. Yeah. Um, apparently, I have four. I is the second-best quarterback in the Big Ten right now. He's got Caden Prather and Hamby. Can be three, a B, one C, because each team is number one. It's diff something different. 
I, I, I agree. Like with the, I mean, with the, you can honestly, the way you can look yeah. at Penn State right now, because I have Penn State three. I think we have the same order yeah, going same. forward. For Penn State, the top three teams, you could kind of make some trios with multiple players if that makes. Penn State, you could do the two backs and the quarterback. It, like, you know, with Iowa, did the two tight ends. Um, you could do kind of the two backs and the quarterback with Penn State. You can also do the quarterback, Singleton, Singleton Gain, Lambert, Gain, Smith. Yeah. That's 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 really that's really good. I think. And I state two, just because. I, it's just like you know Michigan one. It's totally so good. State's offense going to be so much because if you look at it, that's why I said one A, one B, one C. You could rank anyway. Michigan, Penn State has the best running. Michigan has the best quarterback. Yeah, they got so Michigan. It's like they got McCarthy, Corum, Donovan Donovan Edwards, Edwards. and then it could also be McCarthy, Corum, and then like Roman Wilson. You can make or I don't know Cornelius Johnson or the tight end Loveland. Um, You is going to be McCarthy's number one go to. Yeah, he's a good player, really good player. Um, Just like Ohio State, yeah. Yeah. And then you also have Marvin Harrison, Abuka, Fleming, you could say Xavier Johnson, Kate Stover. You know what? I'm switching to Ohio State, but just because I forgot. Like, you could, if you talk about whole, that's why I mean, no, no, I'm still going to put Michigan one. Just because McCarthy is the quarterback, like he, he's the guy that runs the show, and I always tend to go with the quarterbacks, you know. But like offenses, Ohio State's number one, hands down, because I think Ohio State has the most weapons by far, by far. Yeah, it's it's not really close, but Michigan has some really good weapons though, and they yeah. obviously we know they're good weapons because it's. Yeah. It's worked the past two years. I still see Donovan Edwards going 78 yards in my dream. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, a pro day. How about that, Cass? How about what? who, who impressed what? you? Uh, a couple Paris. Marvin Harrison impressed me. Jaden Ballard impressed me. Paris Johnson Jr. His footwork is unbelievable. He's our best offensive lineman since Orlando Pace, and it's not even close. Like, he's going to be so much fun to watch in the NFL this year because he knows the defense. I think whoever gets Paris Johnson is going to get a generational tackle. I truly if like I'm, it. See, if I'm the Chicago Bears and he drops to you at number nine, you have to take him. That's a, I mean, that's a perfect pick. Get a get a generational rock solid guy, make Fields happy. It's I mean that's a no brainer to me. I mean I think what the Bears did too, go, get getting some picks, getting obviously um, the dude from Caroline, DJ Moore, great 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 dude, great player, Bears all time receiver. If he had those stats, but he had it with Carolina. Um, I think I mean I, for me, Zach Zach Harrison impressed me a little bit with the vertical. That was pretty cool. He, he he had dinner with the Bengals. Yeah, um, that's so a Bengals I, type pick. Yeah, I could see that. So, so 
interesting enough, Seattle Seahawks and the Carolina Panthers had lunch and dinner with C.J. Stroud. I thought it was interesting that the Seahawks had dinner with C.J. Stroud. Well, they're picking. They're picking early, um, and yeah, they can they can add I, Stroud and develop him for a couple years with Geno I, under contract. Yeah, I've been and yeah, still I've have been, that rookie deal. And I've been hearing that they want to try to get up in a spot too. I think CJ just cemented himself on the Carolina. I really do. Uh, Tanner McAllister entered with the Steelers, along with. Uh, who was it? Cam Brown had dinner with the uh, Saints. No, it was the other way around. McAllister no, with the Cowboys. Cam Brown with the Steelers. Cam Brown ran a 4 5. <laughs> yeah. Jackson Smith Jigba had dinner with the Giants after running a AKA 4 4. Too That's many good. different. He he ran he ran fine. People, I was concerned. People were saying you could run like a four seven four six like years ago. After like going into his thousand going into his thousand yard season, that's what people were saying he would run. He ran a four like uh, he's he's fine. It was a four four nine, right? Yeah, so. yeah, you're fine. That's plenty of speed. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. And just watching the video, like. CJ Stroud interacting with Marvin Harrison, Jaden Ballard, Kate Stover, and you're gonna really, you're gonna really miss CJ Stroud. It's gonna uh, just hope time for next year. I heard time even impressed some guys throwing the ball. Like he was nice, precise passes with his, but obviously the freak show Marvin Harrison Jr. Like there's a whole there's even scouts trying to talk him in and sitting out this year and like yeah that's bull. Me, yeah. So. yeah, it's can't wait. Base. Hey, real quick before we get off here, I'd like to go on some exciting news. The, be- the baseball Buckeyes are they wore the nice classic games uh, against Dayton, and they're on a roll right now. They've won six or seven straight. Um, they won today, uh, yet the Wednesday six to four against Toledo. They lost the right state on Tuesday, three, but they, uh, they won a winning streak. They won, let's see, one, two, three, four. Are you saying it's the uniforms? Six, seven, eight of their last nine games, uh, they've won, and they've got a big, Big Ten opening matchup this week against Indiana. They just won a game. That was their opener. But they're 12-7 right now and playing some good baseball. So, good job, baseball guys. Good job. Let's go. But, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Uh, go, you know, shout out the ladies team. I hope they win. Um, and, as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.